0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Chapels Corner. It's your host, Fire Chapo. Happy Friday, y'all. We made it through another week. It's 1.26 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC time. And this morning we'll be talking about being the rebound. Are you the rebound girl? So after the last episode, I uh, did some reading Trying to look up new discussions or topics for dating And I stumbled across being a rebound And I'm like, how in the heck haven't I touched on this? I guess I felt the same way about the cheaters episode Should have been talked about this So, rebounds, we'll be talking about that Why it's um, not a good thing we're going to talk about some signs that you may potentially be in a rebound relationship or that a guy may be using you as a rebound. Um, there's two articles that I'm going to be using and referencing. Nine signs you're rebound. Nine signs you're a rebound told by as told by a guy. <laughs> I'm half tired. <laughs> On bold.com by J.E. Cleese And then there's seven signs he's just using you to get over his ex by Amy Nicholson on herway.net. So, I mean, let's, let's face it. Breakups are usually tough to deal with and everyone copes with breakups differently. So while some people may turn into drugs and alcohol, some go to friends or loved ones and others go out and hook up with a girl that, you know, or guy that they know they can get. But uh, when it comes to us ladies, you know, I know that this may be a little hard to hear, but there's a pretty good chance that the guy that you think is really into you could just be using you, you know, as a rebound. So, hmm... That's a harsh reality to face, you know, and although you might not want to believe it, guys tend to use rebounds to mend the wounds created by their exes. You know, every guy handles their rebounds differently, but mainly they go to someone they know they can have pretty much like without having to exert a lot of energy. So that's part of the stigma behind it. It's almost in re- relation to, like, what you call it, like, um, there's no effort to it, so you don't really want someone to be, um, looking at you like you're just an easy catch, so to speak, so it's like, whether you're friends, coworkers, or just strangers meeting for the first time, there's always telltale signs that you are a rebound, okay, you can usually tell when a guy has recently been through, um, breakup by the way he acts around women so he can seem more vulnerable open and emotional than he was before or it could be the reverse of that where it's like he can be cold closed off and reserved but like I said every guy is different so um, it all varies anyway there are signs like I said to tell if um you're in a rebound relationship because you could be in a rebound relationship meaning like you're actually in a relationship but it's a rebound relationship and then a guy could just be using as a rebound where it's not a relationship so to speak but um he's still using you as like um a safety blanket, so to speak. I like to call it like a, um, you're a seat filler, <laughs> you know. Um, I would say a stepping stone, but just kind of like a seat filler, you know. You just sit, you're reserving a space, so to speak. Um, temporary healing for the soul. So um, let me see. I'm just gonna jump right into the first article. I guess we can go by. See what the guys saying yeah, let's get the guys' point of view because since I think I'm not saying women's on rebound, but let's face it, women are more emotional creatures than men are, so I'd like to think that um, it's the guys who are more than likely to be the ones who rebound. I've been in the, um news for rebounds, I don't know, everybody looks at me like they're a little tiny mirror. Oh, fire, come here, I'm sad let me hold you hold me get the hell out of (laughs) here all right Uh, article number one nine signs um you're just a rebound as told by a guy Mm, let's hear what the guys have to say about it yeah so this article is um by j i want to say eclaise Nine signs Let's see He says sign number one He texts you at night More commonly known as the booty call If he only texts you after 11 Or only when he is drunk hmm, Chances are he only sees you as one thing His rebound Even if he texts you at night And you guys don't end up hanging out If a guy is genuinely interested in you He will be texting you throughout the day wanting to know how your day is nothing good happens after midnight so don't let him fool you that he wants to see you he only wants that because you are his rebound now remember ladies this article is written by a guy this is um signs that you're a rebound as told by a guy i like to usually get the guy's point of view just to kind of help us instead of us just getting kind of lost in our own i don't know i wouldn't say our own heads but you know It's kind of like they say, um, know your enemy, or be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. All right, so. Sign number two. He is constantly texting you. Hmm. He said, I know. Let's see, the first sentence, he says, um, which is the first thing I was thinking is, he says, this is contradicting to my previous point, but... It will make sense, I promise. Oh, it better. He says, if a guy is just getting out of a relationship, chances are he is super rusty and doesn't know how to handle not having a girlfriend. So if he is constantly texting you like one with their girlfriend, you are his rebound. Not his sexual rebound, but his emotional time-killing day-to-day conversation rebound usually having a guy text you all the time is a good thing but it can also be a bad thing if he is talking to you like he would talk to his girlfriend by texting you all day every day you are a rebound he always has an excuse hey want to get lunch i can't i have to take my dog to the vet Hey, want to grab a drink after work? I can't have other plans. If this or something like this sounds familiar to you, then you are a rebound. Chances are he does not have plans. He just doesn't want to see you while the sun is out. Damn. That's cold as fuck. But it's the truth. You got to respect the truth. Hmm. Okay. Excuses are like assholes Everyone has one Damn And they all stink If you always make plans with him And he constantly cancels or has an excuse right away You are rebound He ignores you All of this talk about texting you too much Not enough Or at the right time What is the right amount? Well, that all depends on the guy But if he just ignores your texts, Ignores you in public Or on social media. He does not see you as anything more than a rebound. This is more prevalent when you are already texting and hanging out. And if that's the case, you are definitely his rebound. You don't want a guy who is texting you all day, every day. Word. You don't want one that only hits you up at midnight. And you definitely don't want one who ignores you. This is a classic... Fuck boy move asking to hang out instead of taking a girl to a proper date or even anything that dignifies their interests in anything but your body hanging out might as well be changed to let's hook up or pretty much let's fuck i said that that's chapel saying let's fuck because there is no such thing as hanging out like we did when we were kids hanging out can be fun but if that's all he wants and he never takes you out for a drink food or ice cream Chances are you are his rebound. His friends don't know about you. When a guy is smitten with you, he won't stop talking about you. Or at least he will do, or at least he will do, is mention you to his friends. If his friends have no clue who you are or question why you are together, it's because he doesn't see you as something worth mentioning. He gets weird when you ask him anything personal. Trying to get anything personal out of a guy is hard enough. But if you're a rebound, it can be impossible. Asking about family, friends, or an ex might as well be like asking him what his bank account information is when you are a rebound. His agenda is to tell you as least as possible because he does not want to get emotionally invested to something again after losing that so recently he's on his phone when you are together if he doesn't pay attention to you when you are together and is stuck into his phone all the time it's because he's looking at something more important aka not you he might be looking at something irrelevant but he could also be creeping he could also be creeping his ex while he's with you well that's very true you know how people do there's a lot of creeps out here just like watching the ex's files and profile, whether you have, want to be with them or not. Or I mean, I personally don't. I don't know. I have no idea how to get in touch with them. And I certainly don't want them having to have get in touch with me. But if he's not doing that, why does that? It could be the ex, but it could just be other potential. I don't know. Maybe he's just out here broken. So he's just going, running through the panty draws. He gets what he wants, then leaves. If you hang out, and have sex, and he leaves almost before you can get his shoes on, <laughs> that's a huge red flag. This goes together with having an excuse. He always has to go. And right after sex, it's not because he's busy, it's because you are a rebound. Best way to prevent this is by not giving him what he wants, but sometimes things happen, and that's how you know you are not his number one priority. And um, yeah, that was nine by J. E. Clays on Bold.com. Um, I pretty much think that everything he said here was accurate. Uh, he was a little, you know, he was a little brutally honest, a little cold. They a little at some points. He just gave it to us like it is. But you know, that's that's just the truth. I'm sure if somebody was talking to their brother or father or uncle or you know somebody that they are a good male friend, that was they would share the same harsh truth and reality with them. I think it would only hurt, information like this would only hurt if you're obviously in a situation like that and you might have felt the signs like the vibes was off, but now you're asking someone and then they like brutally tell you the truth, but yeah, I think then it will probably be a little bit more devastating, but at the same time, it's just better to know, you know, so you can do the right thing to move on, it doesn't just to to sit there and play along or pretend like everything is okay or you feel comfortable with something that's clearly not right, is not going to make the situation get any better, you know. It's all it's going to end bad anyway. So whether you pull yourself out and respect yourself and just not let him use you as a pawn in his game or his scheme, you know, or you follow through with it and just say, you know, well, it's going to get better. Like this other article I found had said... Uh, I think it's in the next one. Maybe not. Anyway, we're going to take a break. And when I come back, I'll be reading the second article. Seven Signs He's Just Using You to Get Over His Ex by Amy Nicholson on HerWay.com. See you after the break. Chopper's Corner. All right, family. We're back from break. So we're going to just jump right into it seven signs he's just using you to get over his ex Mm. nobody likes to hear these things you know i mean who wants to i mean i mean even if you're a woman and you experience you've done it to other guys i don't know that you necessarily wouldn't experience it yourself but um amy nicholson says To be honest, we just can't shake off someone who was in our life and who meant so much to us as an ex or an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend. Shoot, I can. But when you get back on the dating scene, it's expected for you to have at least gotten over your ex just enough that it won't affect your future relationship. Many men and women out there don't even know when the time is right to start a new relationship so they just jump from one to another that is the unhealthiest thing you can do for your relationship because this way you bring all that unnecessary baggage into it and in the end you just end up hurting someone the way you were hurt by your ex and um, in my personal opinion only hurt people hurt people you know I mean, you could just pretty much tell that, you know, when some people are damaged just by the way they act or treat you. It's like they say, treat others the way you want to be treated. Well, you know, if you're in a relationship and things seem to be a little bit off, there could be a possibility that he is just using you to get over his ex. So in order to find out if that is truly the case, let's go through these seven signs that say he is still trying to forget about his ex. One, they text frequently. Not only did he keep all her text messages on his phone, but you see him text her a lot. Even when you two are out on a date, he tells you that he just has to read this message really quick. And then he tells you how hilarious that joke she told him was. Hmm. Well, well, that's a sign over there. I would just call that simply just still talking about your ex or so. Yeah talk, Talking about them often Texting them often And still speaking to them often I always feels like a telling sign um, Have I I've never been on a date With any guy And I've literally Been still texting my ex I never When I'm talking to somebody I'm, I'm pretty much In a, a pretty, pretty decent space Now if somebody asks me something Or I share an experience That's one thing But I've never just Bombarded somebody With And, and because I was Pretty much over them Or probably just I don't know Just hated them Despised them out, That they were not till this day what i feel is worth me carrying all baggage into you know that's the past leave the past in the past too oh he is still very close to her friend's When you break up with someone, you usually disregard their whole family and friends. But for some reason, this dude still hangs out with her brother and all of their mutual friends. He says that there is no way he is going to split up such an amazing friendship. And even though he still hangs out around them, he tells you that you really have nothing to worry about. Oh, sister, you have so much to worry about, (laughs) says Amy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, sometimes people just like to keep those doors open. And when you find yourself, um, I had one of my exes, their exes would play that game and they would keep in touch with everyone. And some people say it's to be respectful and stuff, but I mean, let's be honest, I've had a lot of um, my ex's mothers uh, love and absolutely adore me, family, even sisters who've approved of me and friends as well. But um, I don't sit there and just now, if I may have wanted to just keep a door open, which I never have, you know, I don't know, I guess I'm so traumatized after most of these events that's the first way or a good way to do it. Usually it's like through a mutual friend or, or especially if it's a family member. Because now if, they're still, if you're still cool with them, even if you don't even care to really be cool with them like that, and you're just using them as a tool, as a means to an end, so to speak, just to get back with your ex or, or get back in contact with them or keep contact with them so you, you can kind of like what um, kind of what they call double dutch, you know, kind of wait for the good time to jump in. You're just kind of spotting it out. Because now with family members, if there's ever a party or a get-together or a cookout or something, they might say, hey, you know, come. And then while your ex might be like, why did you invite Tim or or Suzanne or something? I might be like, well, you know, I didn't mean to bother you, but they're still my friend and everything. And you just got to learn to be mature. And then now they got their foot in the door. Or sometimes they probably just every now and again get an idea of what you're doing. Or they obviously have access to their social media pages if they're following. So, yeah. So there is such a thing as a little too close (coughs) for comfort. Let's see. He doesn't seem to make any plans for your future. Hmm. When you ask him about anything related to a future together, he says that you two should be worried, worrying about the here and now and not about the future. Hmm. Well, that could be signs of someone is using you to get over their ex, but also, I believe in that wholeheartedly. Just worry about right now. I mean, sometimes it's hard enough to try to get things off the ground, let alone trying to commit to things that's going to happen in the future. I mean, as you get there... And you know, feelings and things start to change. I guess there's just a time and place for everything. He says, although she says, although that sure is a cute way to live, you have to make at least some plans. As in, does he even plan to stick around for a long period of time? Or is he just a visitor to your life and will he be gone by the morning? Four, he compares you to a lot. Uh, vertigo, vertigo syndrome. I hate when men do that. This like you, you all seen Vertigo, the average Hitchcock movie. With um, it was about like being. It was first, of all, first of all, it's about a fear of heights or whatever, which is how the woman ends up dying in the end. But this woman was running a scam. Anyway, his uh, significant. She died because she fell off. I want to call it, like the bell tower on top of it. It's so creepy. And he couldn't get her out of his mind. And then one day he sees a woman walking around. She's not exactly, she has the features and everything, but he starts to date her, and eventually he's just like, you remind me of my ex, right, and he starts to compare them a lot, to the point that he's like, you know, if you do, it, if you do your hair this way, and dye your hair this color, and wear this exact gray suit, I'm sure if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about, walk like this, talk like this, and it got to the point where she she cared about him, and she loved him and everything, but at the end of the day, she wasn't necessarily... He wasn't necessarily in love with her for who she was. It wasn't necessarily who she reminded him of. Come to find out at the end of the day, she was just a con chick and wasn't the woman anyway. Karma's real and she ends up falling out the same bell tower. Long story short, vertigo syndrome. He compares you to a lot. Every time you do something sweet for him, he goes, you see, my ex did the same thing once. Or my ex did it this way. Or... I mean, I've had guys with this to me, I've had guys do shit like this to me, and they're on dates, don't let them start drinking, I'm are at the table, now it's not to say they're not not—they're not interested in you, it's just like, I guess they just don't, are not aware, that's how bad it is, you know what I'm saying, of just like, how much they just, how much they, of their emotions of this brokenness, and I'm not over her, they it just radiate out, like a damn cancer or something, no matter how hard you try, he. no matter how hard you try, he is constantly comparing you to his ex. Every little thing reminds him of her, and it's so freaking creepy. Vertigo syndrome. Does he even mention her during sex? Because it could happen. Oh, boy, don't let him call out her name. Five, she is the first to hear the news. Even though you might be sitting right next to him while he's getting an email that said he got into college, he will still text uh, the news first to her and then tell you it's clear that he hasn't gotten over her and that she is more important to him than you are and i am so sorry she says that's pretty true because at the end of the day i mean he's still sharing like major life events and news with him. he still very much wants her to be a part of his life you just gotta wake up to these signs <clears throat> six he didn't throw away any of, uh, uh, throw away any of the gifts That's us real do you keep the stuff you got from a man who ruthlessly broke your heart of course you don't because it reminds you of that awful time when an abuser who didn't know his place but what does your boyfriend do well he keeps everything he got from her locked safely in his room he might even be wearing the shirts and jewelry she brought for him and so on um yeah that's very much possible he might even still got pictures somewhere he might be like cleaning up something and find stuff so i don't know you gotta understand though sometimes um people are just sentimental that way and they just um it's part of memories. It doesn't mean anything. Some people may even still have old pictures of their um, exes or people they dated on their social media pages. It might be a good, you know, from like two years ago. You know what I mean? But maybe they just, you know, it's just so all the way at the bottom. Who cares what's the point of deleting it? It doesn't mean. And then some people, just because of how you need to get over it now, maybe you just can't look at those things. It didn't help you. It wasn't personal, but you started to have to get things out of there. That's why a lot of people return the stuff. they you know, like, I came just to get you the stuff that you left at my place some old raggedy ass toothbrush that they had you know what i'm saying cuz every time they come they came with a new toothbrush or damn or hair dryer that, that 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 got a short in it but it's always like the most redundant the, you know what i'm saying like some a uh, uh, head go off <clears throat> anyway they say he um okay so seven he goes to extremes there are only two possibilities here either he talks about her all the time or he keeps everything they went through a secret that too like, it's, like, so guarded. You're just trying to get to know them for crying out loud. You're not asking for their social security number and, ask, and, the, and the pen to their freaking card or, you know what I'm saying, get a cash advance on their credit card, crying out loud. Like, <laughs> you know, in normal relationships, people discuss their past. That's what I'm saying. Simply because they don't want to repeat the same mistakes. And, you know, if you care about somebody and you just want to get to know them, you just, you know, try and need them maybe not all at once. But for crying out loud, you ain't got to be a guarded book they made um from mistakes they made before and they want to make sure that their partner knows what happened but in these two extreme situations either he can't stop talking about her to the point where you know her favorite cereal oh my right my gosh i have been in situations where I literally feel like I know the girl. I don't even know the girl. I don't know her from Eve. I've never seen her, or maybe he flashed me a picture. I mean, I feel like I really nailed this girl. Like I'm like, yeah. And then she, and then when she was 14, I know things about. I know more about sometimes their exes than I know about them. That's creepy. You gotta get the hell out of there. I never stayed with these guys. Half of the time, I probably dated one like that. Oh man, boy was he broken. But um we you know we just and then he ended he eventually ended up cheating and i caught him i should have brought that up in the cheating episode but yeah they did two extreme things they said they either can't stop talking about her to the point where you know our favorite cereal or you don't even know why they broke up it's really frustrating in either end of the scenarios and I agree. And so that's all that she has to say. Amy Nicholson on her HerWay.net, seven signs he's just using you to get over his ex. Um, I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, maybe this is like the last sign or a final sign for someone for to, to actually just um, confirm what they already know. But I mean, at the other day, your intuition will not never lie, especially as a woman. Like, you know when something ain't right. You know when something feels right and you know when something don't feel right. And I like how they kept saying, like, you know, he's going to text you all the time. Because sometimes it's when we're like, well, they don't text, whatever. Men aren't really social like that. Some are, you know. I mean, like, well, that's why I like the artist, right? Because he's very emotional, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just pours it out. It don't matter if it's too much or whatever. It's just real and it's authentic, and I just like that. You know, whether he's doing it on the on Now, if you get a guy, or if I get a guy who's expressive, it's wonderful But at the same time, if, if a guy's not texting you all the time But he does text, that's one thing A lot of people get hung up on how often and how much a guy is saying But there is something a little bit odd or creepy about a guy that texts you all the time So, I think in the, um, How to Spot a Fuckboy episode Where I did, like, this way at the bottom of the of the list Because that's, I had to be, like, the second episode I ever did I mentioned that, um, a former guy I was talking to A f- that he Had um That I had known And had gotten re- in, t- in touch with We had just Were on social media The few months It wasn't even a month, Probably wasn't even Six weeks that I was Back on Facebook This year But they were uh, Talking to me and, and they have a son As well And they um Just kept re- referencing To their son's mother As their son's mother And talking to me All the time On social media But never really giving me the cell phone number it Always texting and stuff Come to find out Later on <clears throat> Cause um we really started talking mostly on intellect or uh, conspiracy theory. like it comes kind of like knowledge or just like politics or something. So it was more like an intellectual attraction at first. Long story short, though, one day he just kept saying, you know... Then he started flirting and whatever. And it never got off the ground. I never asked to see him. I never hung out with him or anything like that. I never talked to him on phone. Never kissed him or anything like that. But it got to the point where he just kept asking me, you know, well, you know, why are you single? Why are you single? So one day I just flipped it back. I'm like, why are you single? And I said, all this time, he's saying... Um, my son's mother, he's like, well, I'm married, but I'm separated, I'm like, what, you're married but you're what, separated, and he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I was mature, and I just understood, and I was like, okay, cool, that's, that's fine, like, just because, well, like I said, nothing had happened or anything like that, but I just had found it rather weird that the entire time you didn't mention it, and you probably wouldn't have never mentioned it unless I said something, so the way I looked at it is kind of like, you're a little lonely right now, you know, like you're lonely, you're probably used to having the comfort of your company of a woman, you need someone to talk to, you're going through problems, obviously you're estranged with your wife, so maybe I feel I feel like a little comfort spot or a little void in your in your life, whatever, so you won't talk to me on time, but at the same time, it's not necessarily fair to me because um, while we never did get together, hang out or anything like that, I never even initiated, I have got my own problems, I have my own things going on, you know, it was just like I said, more of a social kind of thing, it was just somebody that you just talked to, you know. Because, um... I don't know, let's say you're bored, but I mean, I had time and I told them, but for the way I looked at it is it wasn't necessarily genuine. And here I am, so I'm a single woman, I'm open and available, but technically you're still in the middle of things, and as far as I'm concerned, married but separated is still married to me. It's not divorced. You know, that's still somebody else. Like, I don't rock like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about my karma and my energies and stuff like that. I do have to... I, I believe this in my credit. at the end of the day. I don't want to damn myself. And also... Should I be blessed later on in life to find a soulmate, I don't know, husband or something? I wouldn't want anything like that to come back and, um, you know, um, plague my household, you know, so to speak. So I didn't like it because if you look at it, though, if he never said anything and I thought that maybe because of the way he was flirting with me and talking to me all the time, that there could potentially be a chance, like maybe I just started to get swayed by the spell or whatever. I could have really got my hopes up. And in the meantime, at any day now, him and his wife could have worked things out and decided, hey, let's not go through with a divorce. Let's just get back together or whatever. And he could have just flat left me hanging with nothing, no, no words or explanation. Or he could have came back and said, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. You But that's not fair. you know. And that's what rebounding in relationships is. I mean, as far as like for me to um, it's not a relationship, but like trying to use anybody as a rebound, period, or like a, a seat filler is what I like to call them. <clears throat> Oh, I had uh, the ex Like when he would drink He was the worst When he drank I used to can't stand So we were out at sea One time Downtown Brooklyn And we're eating And um His ex-fiance Who ended up getting married She rushed and got married To somebody else Because it was a whole falling out And um She would play my games With him Like still Pop back up Or like you know Still be in touch With the family And stuff like that so She was another no, That was another No that if He had two exes That would do that Just keep in touch With the family And keep in touch With friends So of course um seeing the baby that she had a baby and everything and, and also um she they had had a pregnancy but then she had terminated it and he didn't know so that had traumatized him so she would use that baby as a tool because women are you know some people play games with people you know what i'm saying because like i said she rushed into her new marriage she wasn't exactly happy there but then at the same time you know she realizes he's there so she started to play my game so he's in there drunk with me at the table one day talking about he's like that baby was supposed to be my baby i said nigga what I know you ain't just fixing your motherfucking mouth to say no shit like that to me. You say what now? He's a like, so-and-so, baby. I said, child, that should have been his child. I said, you know what? I said, dear, waiter, I need another round of drinks sh- straight. No chaser. You know what I'm saying? Get it to me clean. So then it got to the point that time we was walking to the car. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to get a cab home. I, don't, I ain't getting in this fucking car with you that's how fed up I was and he was like I'm sorry I was like no I ain't getting I said I'm getting one I'm gonna get a cab there wasn't no uber at the time I was just gonna figure out how the hell to get home it's be like 2009 <clears> or <throat> 2010 but I feel like it was 2009 and um eventually after he baited me I finally got into the car and he said he was sorry but like I said there was other on and off moments like that so um that's just what it is or the one that used to date the stripper and then tried to get me to wear pink wigs. Are you fucking crazy, vertigo fucking nigga? Excuse my language, I'm black, I can say that. It still ain't right to say. But my point is, I was just in my feelings right there. Are you serious right now? Try to convince me that walking around every day outside in broad daylight in a boostie 365 days a year with my bra, my muffin tops was, out was, was the way to be. That that was the only way that a woman should... Man, you can get some sort of vertigo. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, yeah. So, um, tonight after I do this, I may do another episode. I'm not sure because I wanted to get into... um. I'm already reading. Y'all know I'm doing my reading list. So, I'll be back into Alex Haley's autobiography of Malcolm X. This is another reason I started back on my truth stuff with the House Negro thing the other day with the celebrity clapback. Because that's where he, he the one that was putting us on about that. And he the one that brought out the term and put the two and two and them together and stuff. So, well, you know, she, you could be mad all you want to, shoot, but shoot. We didn't lean on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. And, um, on that note, I'm about to get up out of here. I hope you all have a, um, a safe and happy Friday. I should be back later on. You know how I do, but, um... Yeah, and it's now, what is it, four a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a.k.a. NYC Time. I'm about to see if I can get up in this book, but I hope this episode helps somebody. Feel free to share with somebody so you know if, um, it might help them, and I will see you a little later on. Y'all be good. Happy Friday.